Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh my gosh. Woo. It's okay. Mm. Uh, I only got three and a half hours of sleep last night. So. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with sleeping. Kid? Yes. Yes. The problem with sleeping <laughs> is that the problem with sleeping is that you mm-hmm. get used to it. And then when you don't get, you don't have mm-hmm. it, then, then it's like, it's, it sucks. So, yeah. um, yeah, that was a, that was a little, yeah, I don't know. She's, well, she's potty training now, the little one. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good because I was like convinced she was never going to potty train. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she's doing that. But part of the problem now is like when she, because she's not night dry, she hasn't become night dry yet. Yeah. And so, you know, in the middle of the night when she pees in her sleep, she wakes herself up now because she's used to wearing underwear and she's just like, what is <laughs> happening? Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> it's very irritating. Uh. So, yeah, I, um, she got up at, I thought she got up at like 12.30, but I honestly don't know. I don't know if she got up at 12.30, I put her in bed with us, and she actually like hung out for a while and slept for a couple hours, mm-hmm. or if um, or if she woke me up at like right after two. I don't know. But according to my sleep, my sleep watch, <laughs> I like slept from like midnight until two, and then I was up until 3.30, and then... I was I took some some type of sleep from like three thirty to five and then I was up again. So, Ugh. um, yeah. So three hours and twenty one minutes. So if I'm like really loopy, um, mm-hmm. that you know that's why. Cause, okay, okay, yeah. Just like woo. I had, anyway, I had a yeah. rough time with sleep this week too. But I it's my body seemed to have corrected itself. It was like the first two or three nights I couldn't go to sleep. Like I. Sometimes I wasn't sleepy, and then sometimes I just couldn't get comfortable. Like, I would be sleepy, but no matter what position I laid in, I was just not comfortable. Oh. I don't know what was happening. And then I would wake up and not feel rested. And then, But then on Wednesday night, I kind of crashed, like, at 10, which is a little earlier than what... I've been going to bed more closer to 11, 1130. Uh-huh. And um, so that was a little early, and I slept good that night and then i've been fine last night and no we'll see how tonight goes but i don't know it's like this weird little rough patch of sleeping yeah well you know it's the moon or something (laughs) it's a moon phase (laughs) it's i mean it's the new it's the new moon so you should be it should be the best the best time for sleeping should be now um but whatever whatever who knows who knows (laughs) yep um what are you drinking I am drinking a festive beer. A festive uh, beer. Festive yeah. best for the rest of us. The, what? Sorry. <laughs> I said <laughs> I said Oh, festive oh, best oh, for yes, the rest yes, of yes, us. yes. Right. Sorry. I'm with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Slow for the uptick. <laughs> um this one is by Revolution Brewing and it's called Fistmas. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. a it's a red ale that has ginger and orange peel, and why uh, why I think it's called Fistmas is because it's, it's a red ale that has ginger and orange peel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, a, yes, it's a it's a Santa that's fisting a pint of beer in his hand. Is 
the reason why I think. <laughs> I, I know what you think, but <laughs> seems, seems also a weird name for a beer. It's you know, it's fine. I I kept calling it Fitmas. I don't fitness. know why fit would make any more sense, but fitness. Fitness. for some reason I thought it was fitness and James was like, no, it's fistmas. And I'm like, well, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but it's a very, uh, it's a topless Santa, just. A topless Santa? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I what, know. Gen- what gender is this topless Santa? Uh, he's a, he's a, it's a male. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh. Okay. Well. Very, you know, thank you for sharing your drink. Top that. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I'm back to, uh, I'm back to my uh, Boda Box um, Cabernet Sauvignon days. Uh, to the, I mean, like, it's to, it's bad to the point where it still has the total wine label on the side. That's like curbside, <laughs> box one of two. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I may have drank. I may have drank a little bit too much this week. I'm just gonna oh, go ahead no. and be <laughs> Santa's. Fun. Oh, he's got a barrel. He's got yeah. a barrel thing he's going on. A barrel. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Also, cool. I I made a new purchase this week from Amazon. Um, I've been. I was wanting a koozie because uh, I mm. usually drink well to keep my beers cold, but also uh, I also drink sparkling water pretty often. And I yes. Like to keep it nice and cold. So I was going to get a koozie, but as I was Googling, apparently there's these things called colsters, which I think is a cold holster. Yeah. Okay. It's it's just a metal koozie, but it's called a colster. And and it keeps your stuff cold by using, um, uh, what is it called? Not air pressure. Yeti technology. (laughs) Whatever it is. Well, all I know uh, is that Yeti was the first thing that came up when I looked up Colster. So apparently oh. Yeti has the market cornered on Colster can insulators. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> Mine is Therm- Thermos brand. You Ther- know, like oh, thermos. yes. Yeah, the traditional. Ther- Thermo- thermos. Thermos. Oh, you can get some thermos. You can get some bespoke uh, bespoke handmade Etsy Colsters. Wow. <laughs> Colsters you really want to... They have coasters, yeah. You can yeah. get them with like your laser, your name lasered on the side of it, and etched. Wow, and some deer antlers, you know. <laughs> deer antlers. <laughs> I think yeah, people must use them for like hunting or something, or maybe that on the would boat. make a certain. I yeah, know. I would see. It. I could see it being on the boat for sure. Yeah, but they use like air pressure when you put the. It's like air air tight, and so that's how it keeps the coldness in. Okay. Yeah. Double double wall vacuum insulation. Vacuum. That's vacuum. what I was looking for. Okay. Vacuum sealed. Yep. So I like cool. it. Cool. It's cool. Awesome. Yep. That's the excitement of my week. <laughs> <laughs> Found out about a colster and I uh, ordered one and I like it. Well, my excitement of the week was uh, walking into the bedroom tonight and the uh, robot vacuum had started to, was had grabbed the, um, the, the cord <laughs> Of my stand-up vacuum, yeah, because I was like, I was like, what is that noise? Because I kept hearing this, and so I go into the bedroom, and it's our little vacuum, our little robot vacuum, you know, Roomba thing, uh, dragging along, dragging the (laughs) stand-up vacuum by its its electrical cord. 
um, my gosh. So, uh, so all I can do is like, I because t- I was like trying to stop, because I was like, oh shit, this is causing, you know, whatever, it's going to be an yeah. explosion. And I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? This is hilarious. I need to take a picture of this. So yes, absolutely. I, <laughs> so I stopped and took a picture. And now all I want to do is just write horrible memes <laughs> about like. <laughs> pretty good though. Well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's, um, but uh, that was, that was a highlight of my week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not true. We actually, I actually had a really good day with the kids yesterday. Um, because I'd had a really bad day with the kids the day before that. Oh, and no. I was like, I was like, I'm just not going to do this. I just refuse. I do not want to continue to have all these fights. So, um, so I kind of let the kid and I didn't have anything I didn't have anything pressing at work so I basically took off work mm-hmm. for except early morning and the late evening and I just played with the kids all day which I mean, that's all that the problem is is that they're really tired of me working I get it I get it yeah. I'm tired of me working too um yeah. but uh you know so it's like we we had a very low-key you know session of of whatever and then we had a little break and then um they were playing without screens they were like pretend playing and building boxes and like you know wrecking the house and i was just like well you know they they said to do a science kit experiment and they like wanted to mix all this stuff up in the kitchen i'm just like whatever i don't care um so they wrecked the house but they had so much fun doing it um (laughs) and then (laughs) guess was like uh and then we did some more school you know so got through everything and then um at the end of the day kiss was like oh we should do a fire pit and was like yeah, sure. Why not? You know, so <laughs> we uh, we did a fire pit and they had fun with that. So it was like it was just like a really nice day. Oh, good. Which was awesome because it had been it had been kind of a struggle. Like sometime earlier in the week, I, I'd had one of my days where I was texting Thomas being like, I can't do this. Yeah, I am going crazy. We have to send the kids to virtual school. I don't even know how we'll send Kai to virtual school, but we got to figure it out. <laughs> we just got to send them somewhere. I can't handle this. But I did use that because uh, Cass will go through these phases where she just doesn't want to do anything. Like she just, yeah. she's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you well, have sorry. to. Um, yeah. And uh so I started threatening her with virtual school. I'm like, look, I am trying really hard here. And if you won't work with me, then I'm just going to send you to virtual school. And man, <laughs> whew, that, that, well, that got her on it. <laughs> she nice. Like, okay. She's like, no, I do not want to stay on a computer for six hours a day. Thank you very much. Like, yeah. Thank you. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. So we'll see how long that lasts. But anyway. Yeah. I know you referred to Cass as your middleist, which she is your middleist, but yes. she's so little to me that like i feel like they should be referred to as like eldest and smallest and smallerest it's like i don't know why that's smaller yeah or youngest and younger younger list i don't i don't feel like there's a middle yeah i mean she doesn't act like a middle child she acts like an an elder child because you know that's just the way that the the dynamics have have uh worked out but it's yeah but it is funny to call her it probably works out for the best because i hear a lot of times the middle children are the bad children like they act out and all that kind of stuff right i mean but it's obviously Kess anyway, but not because she doesn't get attention. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, she's funny. She is so funny. But um, yeah, so 
Oh, I guess the only other news is that potty training is happening in the house. Yes. Um, so Kai is doing well with that. Um, she's wearing underwears and being a big girl. And uh, so that's pretty cool. Though it was funny because, um, you know, she was kind of freaking out about the whole process at the beginning, which was part of the reason why we were, you know, it wasn't happening earlier mm-hmm. than, than now. And uh, I was like, you know, I'd put her on the potty and she was beginning to freak out. And so I was, you know, like, oh, it's okay. You can get down. And uh, and Kes was like, <laughs> this is how you're, you're going to love it. Um, Kes was like, mom, you know, she's never going to learn how to go potty if you don't make her sit on that potty for more than for at least five minutes. Five minutes, mom. <laughs> And I looked at her and I looked at Kai and I was like, okay. And so then I tried it. And then of course she did. And it was, and like, that was the click. And I was like, I mean, she also came over and talked to, she was like, now Kai, I know it's scary and blah, 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 blah. And like gave her this whole pep talk, you know, coached her, coached her to potty. But it was just hilarious because I was just like, and then she wouldn't let me live it down. She was just like, I told you I was right. She's wise beyond her years. And yeah. she knows it. <laughs> she knows it. Yes. And she knows it. Lord of mercy. Anyway, so those are my exciting times in the Alley right. household. Yeah. Um, but yes. So we do have a topic. Again. We do. Amazing yes. that. Um, yes. Oh, but a little bit of follow-up. Quick follow-up. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week uh thomas and i decided that we were going to start an exercise routine because we are both not doing anything (laughs) right now (laughs) just making it very hard on both of our bodies and um and the only way we're gonna do this is if we nagged each other so that's Mm -hmm. uh so there we are um and we've both done really well so thomas has monday wednesdays and fridays and i Mm -hmm. have tuesdays thursdays and uh saturdays so i'll have tomorrow too Mm -hmm. um but Basically, we make each other get up at, I'm always awake, but (laughs) make each other, make sure that we're awake at 745 and then we go and do some type of exercise and it doesn't really matter what, it just matters that we get up and move. Um, So I think Thomas has mostly been doing like rowing machine work and like very basic sit up, push up types types of things. Yeah. Um, And I've been experimenting because I'm trying to find something that I'm really going to love. So like Mm -hmm. the first... Uh, day I did something that was like called the metabolic ab blaster or something like that. And I will tell you that was not for me. I mean, (laughs) it worked my core and I'm still sore from it five days later, but, uh, four days later. Uh, but that was, that was, I did not enjoy it. Um, I was just grumpy afterwards. So (laughs) (laughs) yesterday I tried Zumba and I really liked that. Of course I've done Zumba in the past and, uh, you know, it's just fun because you're just kind of dancing around and being crazy and, and you know, um, you're not really doing, you're not really yeah. exercising. Nope. I mean, you are, you're getting your heart rate up and stuff like that, but yeah. you're not like, you know. It's more cardio than anything. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not like a, you're not isolating muscles or anything. So, yeah. um, so I didn't necessarily feel stronger, but I, but it was fun. So that was, yeah. that was good. So I'm going to try. I think something else tomorrow. I may try um, Habata. Is that a thing? Tabata with a T? Tabata? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, so I may try that because I did one of those with Kess earlier in the week too because she wanted yeah. to exercise. And uh, and that seemed like 
it was sort of like a like a it, nice in between state between those two things. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you're isolating you muscles. Yeah, but yeah. you're also kind of like having a little bit of fun with it. So I was like, yeah. well, maybe I could try this. Um, I'm also have in my mind to try to look up how to do some Irish step dance because I've always <laughs> wanted to learn how to do that. Um, yeah. So, you know, why <laughs> nothing like a pandemic to make you start <laughs> learning how to do an Irish step dancing. Um, That's right. So uh, I don't know. I'm going to try a whole lot of different things and see if something sticks. Um, but that's where I'm at right now. And uh, my energy levels have definitely been better. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I've also continued the not eating sugar thing from mm-hmm. last week. Uh, I have eaten a little bit more sugar. I've had like a tiny bit of honey on, you know, French toast or something. Um, and I'll eat uh, like one and a half chocolates a night. Uh, yeah. So, and not even every night, but yeah. Um, Thomas and I have this really cute little ritual where after the kids go to bed, we have this bespoke box of chocolates that we've hidden in our closet so the kids can't find it. And uh, (laughs) we will go and uh, share, share like one or two chocolates. Um, And uh, so we'll like, you know, it's like part of our routine where we just kind of chill out and and talk and and eat this half a chocolate or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Go about whatever else we're going to do. But um, yeah, so that that's been pretty much the only major change, I guess. Um, Other than I noticed I drank a lot this week, but I already talked about that anyway. Yeah, but why do you think you drank more this week than I did last week? Yeah, like, was there something where you were just like, I don't know, I just felt like it? Or was you're like, well, it was stressful, so I drank more? Do you have a, re- do you think there's a reason why you drink more? Or do uh, you think you just happen to drink more? I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, I was definitely feeling stressed, but I mean, I've been feeling stressed, so I don't really know how it would be <laughs> yeah. than any other time. Um, so I do think that I tend to... There may be a thing where I tend to uh, go to sugar for coping, like Mm, with the stress during the day. And so at the end of the day, when I'm just trying to like, you know, find something to like de-stress with, I I might go to that more. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. uh, Because I haven't had a chance to like self-medicate with sugar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, I'm just hype. I'm just throwing out random hypotheses at this point but yeah i could see that yeah um but i will say and this kind of relates to i think some of the stuff that we'll talk later about today that my uh my skin still broke out because it's been uh a week where i have been very hormonal and um Mm -hmm. it so yeah so so much for the idea that it's going to keep my skin clear even though i guess usually i get like these horrible like terrible places on my face and i haven't gotten the horrible terrible places i've just gotten really bad places so okay yeah Um, i don't think you should judge it yet because i think you know a hormonal week is a normal breakout week for anybody right so i think that you should keep trying and see if it clears up more in between (sighs) yes after after the holidays i will keep trying (laughs) yeah 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 holidays are coming Stacey, so you're gonna there, eat all the sugar. There is chocolate. Fu- there is peanut butter chocolate fudge to be made. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say goodbye <laughs> That's to okay. this particular That's okay. uh, to this particular thing and come back to it after uh, after I eat my fill of ridiculously terrible food for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
I guess that's a good thing about being away from family is that, um, you know, we don't we don't get any uh, temptation thrown at us. Of course, for Thanksgiving, I did go buy a pecan pie, but right. <laughs> out, outside of going to buy a pie, no one's making any or no one's bringing any over or anything. Yes. You know, so I can easily avoid the bad foods for the holidays. Well, right now we're uh, quarantined against my uh, in-laws because uh, my father-in-laws had to travel for work. Oh. Um, and so uh, hopefully he just got back, I think yesterday, uh, so I'll probably give it at least a week and then see, make sure, you know, he doesn't feel bad. And I think Thomas is going to ask if he'll take a COVID test. Um, <laughs> so hopefully the week after that, we'll be able to come back and, and hang out. And obviously even time for Christmas will be, everything yeah. will be back to normal. But, um, but yeah, so now it's just me, uh, doing terrible things to myself. So, you know, <laughs> is it one of your family traditions? It is. It is the, pe- the chocolate peanut butter fudge. Yes. Yes. So yeah, here's see, the thing. My see, grandfather. I knew it. It is. It's one of my traditions. Uh, my <laughs> grandfather used to make <laughs> chocolate peanut butter fudge every year. And he, he didn't have a recipe. It was like he just made it out of his head or something. Yeah. And, uh, and so nobody knew. Like he never passed it on. So no one knew how he made the peanut butter fudge. And so um, I have like... Not ever since he passed away. I think like I skipped several years, but about the time that I like settled down and got married and, you know, started my own life, um, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start trying to make uh, this chocolate peanut butter fudge every year until I get it right. Uh, And so every year I try to make chocolate peanut butter fudge. And, uh, you know, a couple years I've gotten really close. A couple years I've totally burned it or done something terrible. Um, but, you know, it's always an experiment, and it's usually edible, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my dad, I think last year, made a peanut butter fudge out of, you just take peanut butter and then icing. I think, and I, I'm not sure exactly if it's buttercream icing or just regular huh. icing, but you just melt the two together, and it tastes exactly like normal fudge. Like, wow. You would never know it wasn't normal fudge, and... It's so much easier to make than, yeah. uh, I don't even think you have to, you may not even have to melt them. You may just literally uh, mix them up in a blender and it just becomes fudge. It's amazing. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, my grandfather had this whole thing. Like he would get a very specific type of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Like it was from, I don't even know, Stacy. Like it was government issued peanut butter that he <laughs> got from like. Government yeah and i don't know even where he got like i don't even remember him ever going and getting like food like from the government but obviously he did because we had government issued peanut butter i don't know where he got it from um so we would have that and he would like use that in this (laughs) and that was like part of the magic of it like we wouldn't use it any other time it was just at christmas for this recipe it was insane like i I don't know why I don't know why my brain went there to government peanut butter, but my grandmother, <laughs> she fostered kids. And so yeah. as, uh, because she fostered kids, she got some government foods. Yes. And she would always get that. It was a big, the, what I remember is a big white tin. Yep. And yep. it had, yeah. And that was the peanut butter. And yep. I think one year for Christmas, they gave it to me for Christmas. And it, cause it was huge. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Or maybe they gave it to my dad because my dad loves peanut butter. I don't know. It was either me or my dad. And yeah. that they told they explained that it was government peanut butter, blah, blah, blah. But it was perfectly good. Yeah, no. It was, yeah. It was, actually, I thought it, I kind of thought it was better 
whenever mm. I would eat it. But obviously it was like, I mean, that was that was like the secret sauce for this stuff. So I yeah. um, gotta go find some government peanut butter. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm going to find any, though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How, I don't even know how he got it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know. Um, yeah. It gets delivered to schools, but I don't know about <laughs> how no. people get it. I don't know. No idea. No idea. Anyway, uh, this is going off on a really crazy (laughs) tangent. (laughs) Stacey, what do you want to tell us about this week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, okay. So I wanted to talk about acid reflux because I have struggled with acid reflux for many years now. And um, usually it would flare up a little, but it would go away in a day or two or no big deal. But the last few months, I've had really bad acid reflux where I've had it multiple times a week. And the only thing, like I will t- eat Tums and it won't really help. I'd have to take Prilosec or something for a couple days and then that would help me. Um, and it's been really frustrating because I've read in the past that if you let, if acid reflux goes untreated, it can actually damage your esophagus and, um, you know, stuff in your throat and things like that. And right. Um, stuff like that. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to have problems with my throat. Um, so anyway, so I would really like to take care of it. And I really, and as in most things, not just acid reflux, uh, I would like to try to take care of it naturally if at all possible. So let me, Uh, let me, before you get too far into this. So this, I, I do not know if I have acid reflux. I'm not sure I know, like I, I've heard people describe kind of acid yeah. reflux before but like how would i how would i know how would a person know that they so, that this is the thing they need to worry about um i think it's i think you would know if you because what happens is i mean you may get a little chest burn and that may be minor acid reflux what people uh-huh. call what like our grandparents would call heartburn um i think that's the very beginning stages of it but if it actually gets noticeable like you'll actually like have you burped and like a it burns a little bit in the back of your throat don't think so. Never? I don't okay, think that's so. that's not even acid reflux. That's just like a, like if you've ever been, like, I don't know, eating and burped and sometimes you burp <laughs> up a little liquid. I don't know. I didn't know that wasn't a thing. So maybe that is part of acid reflux. But that little burn in the back of your throat uh, will just happen. So like if you're just sitting here watching TV and all of a sudden you'll just get a little liquidy burn in the back of your throat or... okay. But most of the time when it happens is when you lay down, like when you were to, if you were to go to sleep and, um, if it happens for a little bit, it can actually cause you to have a dry cough. Um, oh, okay. Cause I guess it gets, it just irritates your throat and it can cause you. So that's probably the main things is dry cough and the burn in the back of your throat. But what's been happening to me lately, which also sparked this again too, is that, um, after I eat, and I haven't narrowed it down to what it is because it doesn't always happen when I eat, but after I eat certain things, my uh, nose and th- throat will get kind of flimmy, and uh-huh. I'll start, like, gagging. Oh, no. Yeah, and that has been recent to the last, I don't know, I would say the last six months or so, and I started reading, and apparently that can be a... Um, sign or a side effect of acid reflux that if your body 
if you eat something and your body starts reacting to it, it'll start trying to coat your throat to protect it from the acid reflux. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes sense because it's yeah. like, yeah, it's going to freaking burn you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, I think to me, that tells me that that's kind of a progression of the acid reflux. And now my body is trying to defend against it. Um, gotcha. And so I really need to start taking this seriously. So I wanted, for my own personal sake, wanted to research it. And I figured, well, if I'm going to be researching it, I might as well share it with everybody. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yes. Stacy, what have yes. you found out about this? <laughs> All right. So acid reflux. Uh, so I'll start with what triggers it. And okay. then I'll go into ways to reduce it. Um, so the triggering things are basically, oh, well, basically what ends up happening is everyone has acid in their stomach and that's what your, your body produces it to, uh, digest the food. But what can end up happening is if your, um, stomach is it one, if there's too much acid or if there, there's a little flap that's like at the top of your, it's at the end of your esophagus and at the top of your stomach. And if it gets kind of loose then the acid can kind of back up into your esophagus which is Ew. what can cause it to, yeah Ew. and i don't know i guess outside of surgery i don't know how you get that back but Ew. that's why it's important to not let it keep happening <laughs> right 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 uh anyway so anything that's high fat or fried which i think <laughs> is a big part <laughs> of my problem because oh that's right uh, yeah. that's mostly what you eat yeah, I don't know what's wrong with us. But yes, that's, lately that's been what we've been eating. So yeah, um, tomatoes and citrus fruit, which sucks because you're like, oh, fruit's good for you. But not if you, you know, have acid reflux, like it's hard to eat an orange or um, also it's total tangent here. Uh, my, <laughs> I'm also allergic to sulfites, which sometimes uh, flares right. up when I drink wine. But yes. uh, some fruit. So if you get pineapple which I love pineapple. It's probably one of my favorite fruits flavor-wise, but I can't eat more than like two pieces or it starts burning my mouth. Um, But I uh, also dried mangoes, which I also love. But um, I I recently (laughs) found out that, or not mangoes, apricots, sorry. Um, Parmesan cheese has freaking sulfites, which we had bought a block of Parmesan cheese to just kind of snack on. And I was eating it the other night. And my mouth started burning, and I was like, what? So I Googled it, and sure enough, like, Parmesan is one of the top cheeses that have, or top foods that have sulfites in it. Jeez. No. (sighs) I know. Anyway, sorry. That's okay. (laughs) uh, Tomatoes, citrus fruits, chocolate, unfortunately. Um, It has a thing called methylaxaline, which relaxes the little flap. Uh, Yes. Okay. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, garlic, onions, or spicy foods, um, caffeine, mint, and also they said that some people can have the reaction with dairy or flour-based products. Right. Um, so those are all the things that can trigger it, basically. Um, gotcha. Well, all the foods, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah. Because also just being overweight can cause it. And yeah. that's just like basically like if you're have if your fat is pushing on your stomach so that it can't expand and, and process the acid and food, it'll push it up in there. So losing weight a lot of times will help. Um, alcohol is a big trigger um, for it, which I think is one of the worst ones for me uh, that I've noticed. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. 
tight clothing because if you uh, it's the same as you know uh if you're overweight but also even if you're not overweight but if you wear tight clothing so it presses on your stomach right um i think i may have had something like i think i may have had something like acid reflex like once or twice and i think it may have been like when i was wearing a corset yes yes (laughs) situation yeah Um, anytime you overeat, um, that can cause it, you know, cause you've got mm-hmm. too much food in there and your body is just trying to get rid of it as soon as possible. <laughs> get um, it out of here. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, all those things. So, uh, ways to reduce it. Apparently a lot of vegetables pretty much, um, is obviously not onions cause they were on the bad list, but like right. or pretty much any green vegetable, potatoes, uh, cucumbers, cauliflower, all those are really good for reducing it. Okay. Cauliflower um, is. I'm surprised by that because I feel like anytime I've ever eaten cauliflower, it's like giving me bad gas. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, yeah, I think that's a different uh, side Oh, of okay, okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Ginger, which I'm surprised because ginger huh. to me is spicy. Yeah. So you would think, but I think it settles your stomach, so it kind of that makes sense. down on the acid. Yeah. yeah. Um, oatmeal or any kind of whole wheat um, or rice, like a whole wheat rice or something like that, brown rice. And that's because high fiber is linked to low acid reflux. They don't know why huh. uh, this article, uh, this was on, I did, I looked at Healthline. I also looked at Harvard and there might've been a WebMD or not, but I try to at least look at Harvard to touch on Harvard for everything. Right. right. Um, so anyway, so yeah, they don't, they said they didn't know why, but for some reason, high fiber diets are linked to low acid reflux. That's interesting. Um, Obviously, oatmeal is like the is like the the Cure food all. of the gods. Yeah. Yes. You know, exactly. High cholesterol, acid reflux, mm-hmm. <laughs> acne. And there was Just else. eat some oatmeal. <laughs> yes, exactly. There was something from my physical um, vitamin D for some reason was uh, oatmeal oh, was even yeah. in vitamin D. Um, so <laughs> or wait, yeah, oatmeal was in vitamin D or vitamin D was in oatmeal. Well, I'm sure vitamin D for for, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Under vitamin D, it said eat oatmeal is what I meant. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So apparently oatmeal is a miracle food. So I'm, But that's right. going to come up in a minute when I talk about my plan. I have a plan. Okay, okay. I'm interested in your plan. Yes. Um, non-citrus fruits are fine. So, you know, you can eat bananas or cantaloupes or um, I guess strawberries are probably technically citrus. Like, Are they? Because they're kind of acidic. I don't think so. They're a berry. So they are a berry. Acid- you're right. Yeah. yeah. So okay. citrus is Good. like lemon, lime, orange, grapefruit, uh, grapefruit. Can- cantaloupe? I don't know. No, cantaloupe. cantaloupe's no. not. No. <laughs> no, it's a melon. Yeah, it's a melon. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, lean meats and seafoods. Um, egg whites. Apparently the yolks are fatty and can trigger for some people. So egg yolks aren't necessarily bad for everybody, but... If you are sensitive to the high fat, then sometimes the yolks can trigger. So that's just something to be mindful of. Um, healthy fats, like your avocados, your nuts, your olive oil, can are is good at reducing. And turmeric has been, uh, was it called anecdotal? Anecdotal. 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 They have, it's not been, you know, proven enough yet, but... Turmeric is another one of those like miracle things. I yeah, swear. exactly. Every day, every time I, I was like, you should eat this and it will help everything. It's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Why do, okay. Why don't we just go around putting uh, turmeric and oatmeal in like everything? Just mix it on in. Could you put, could you put those two things together? Oh, yeah, you could absolutely put those two together. 
I don't know. I don't know enough about turmeric to know what it tastes like. Um, it's kind Oatmeal of like a recipe. cinnamony nutmeg. I think, oh, that flavor. would be great. Yeah, yeah. tropical turmeric overnight oats. There we go. There, there we go. you go. See, turmeric oatmeal. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So, my plan after reading all this. Oh, uh, I forgot. There's a couple more things to um, prevent it. Of course, I said maintain a healthy weight, avoid alcohol. Uh, don't overeat or eat slowly. Um, remain upright for at least two hours after eating. So don't go eat and then lay on the couch or don't eat and then an hour later go to bed. Um, right. And then sleep with your head raised four to six inches, which I think my pillow is probably, my pillow is probably close to four. Yeah. Three or four, but at six is a little high. Um, don't eat three to four hours before bed. And stop smoking and avoid tight clothes. So those were the other tips. Okay. My plan. What is your plan? I've got two phases. Okay. Phase one. Phase one is kind of the phase I think will be pretty easy. And hopefully that'll fix it. If it doesn't, I'll go to phase two. Okay. Um, Phase one is I'm going to get some ginger tea. And I actually found at Whole Foods a ginger turmeric tea. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yep. I'm going to order that this weekend. Um, so ginger tea, I'm going to try to drink that daily or at least close to daily. I'm going to eat oatmeal at least once a week, uh, maybe okay. more, but at least once a week, I'm going to start eating some more fruits. Cause we, we just never eat fruit. Like, yeah, I don't know why I like fruit, but we just I eat like, bananas all the time, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think we both want to try to fit a, our plan is to try to fit in for breakfast, but to, instead of eating, like what we, we would eat a little mini chocolate for dessert at lunch and dinner. So what we want to try to do is eat a fruit for dessert at lunch and then still have the chocolate for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have at least your one chocolate. Yes. Daily, daily chocolate dose. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Chocolate, removing chocolate is not in phase one or phase two, just (laughs) That is not an option. So um, fitting more non-citrus fruits into our diet. Uh, I'm going to avoid the high fat or fried foods, which I'm already kind of doing because we've, I think, I'm not sure if I talked about this last week or not, but um, James's heart numbers were are kind of up on his last physical. And so we are trying to eat Mediterranean. That was the one right. that the doctor recommended. So he's wa- basically watching his saturated fat is what it comes down to. Uh-huh. And trying to eat less than, I think it's like 13, less than 13 grams a day or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, high <laughs> fried foods are out. So that's just not going to happen anymore regardless. Right. So that helps me too, though. Um, tomatoes and citrus fruit. Citrus fruit, I don't, obviously I'm not eating fruit right now, so that's not too bad. Tomatoes are a little hard because at least one recipe a week tends to have tomatoes in it. So, but yeah. I'm going to try to cut those out for a little bit and see if that helps. And then, um, I think I'm also going to try to do, uh, do the 12 hour fasting from eight to eight. And that way okay. I don't eat at least three hours before bed. Um, because I also have another problem where, um, I'm not, it, the funny thing is I've never been one of those people that snack after dinner um i always really? read magazines yeah i've oh, always God. read I'm so bad like about in, that. huh i'm so bad about that oh yeah i've always read like that's one of the big tips is like people always try to give tips about how to not snack after dinner and i'm like well that's weird who snacks after dinner but all of us <laughs> <laughs> well 
I tend to uncontrollably eat when I've been drinking. Not if I have one, I'm okay. But like if we're up playing video games and I have two, two or three glasses of whatever it is, I will just go in the kitchen and just eat. Yes. And, yeah. And just yes. like eat a whole bag of chips, you know, yep. like that kind of munchies. Um, and so I think if I just cut myself off and say, sorry, you can't eat after eight, then that's just too bad. I can't eat after yeah. eight, you know? So <laughs> just you to drink after eight though. Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah, I, I think I am going to let myself uh, still drink after eight. But <laughs> so that leads me into phase two. Um, so I've been keeping a food journal to kind of track what's triggering things. And so far, it seems a big trigger is alcohol. And it's happened when I've drank wine and beer. So it's not just like, oh, beer only does it or wine only does it. But um there for a while, I was trying to drink those seltzer waters, like truly or White Claw. Yeah. not Yeah, like the sparkling water is fine, but the seltzer alcohols are, um, those trigger me before I can even get one drink. And I'll start having acid reflux just sitting there drinking the drink. Like, I don't even right. have to wait till I go to bed. Yeah. So something about those really trigger. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to try this phase one. But if that isn't enough, then phase two is I am going to try to avoid alcohol. And uh, just to go ahead and put it out there, I am planning on doing dry January. Um, I figured if I was going to be testing the no alcohol anyway, I might as well jump on the bandwagon of yeah. <laughs> no alcohol. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to do that with you. Yay! I'm so excited. I want a friend to do it with me that's why that's the only reason why i'm doing it i need support Devin. i know i know that's the only reason why i'm doing it i told myself i told myself after i had the last kid i would never go for long periods of time (laughs) that's true (laughs) that's true you've already gone yeah (laughs) you've already gone nine months multiple times without alcohol so never mind you've proven yourself (laughs) but no i will do this for you i probably should like i just i need to I need a reset. It's yeah. It's, that's it's a that's what I was kind of thinking too. Insane just, right now. Yeah, it would just yep. be good. Um, but I'm super excited because last time when I did Dry January, which I think was two years ago, um, and I said I would never do Dry January again. Um, <laughs> I didn't think to try mocktails until like the it was like the last week and a half. Yeah, and I had so much fun making those mocktails. Yeah. So this time I've already got it on my to do list for next week. I am going into January prepared, so I will Woo! share all those mocktail recipes with you and yes please and we do. can we can have did some i time. was that did i make it make a mention of that because i know that, that was part of how i was able to get through ha- not drinking for nine months <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe um you probably did at the time but that was like episode four or something i don't <laughs> yeah. remember at this point who knows uh, yeah but okay but, uh, okay, so yeah, phase two is avoid alcohol. Um, I will also, in phase two, try to cut out, if needed, um, garlic on- and onion or spicy foods, because we also tend to eat those things pretty yes. regularly. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I would also like, and I may do this a-, a test on its own, if nothing else works, but the dairy slash 
flour-based products because I think, I don't know that that's triggering the acid reflux, but I have a feeling that one of those, and I don't know which, yeah. is triggering the uh, gagging or the phlegm. Oh, yeah, that would make sense with the allergic type of... Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that huh. is probably something that's coming eventually as well, but... Yeah. Yeah. I saw an ad on Facebook, you know, this th- Facebook... Facebook and Instagram have my number, and they give mm-hmm. me ads all the time that I probably should not click um, and definitely should not order, but do anyway a lot of the times. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, one of the ones that they recently started shoving at me is, uh, what's it called? Um, shoot, I can't remember, but it's like a take-home um, a food sensitivity test. Oh. So you, it costs a lot of money. It's like 150 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you take your food sensitivity test and then it tells you like what foods you should try to eliminate, you know, like which ones it guesses that you uh, might have a problem to against yeah. or something. Ever, everly well, everly well. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I, that sounds cool. I don't really want to spend $159 on a food sensitivity test, but it also does test your body for 96 different foods. Um, And, uh, you know, for me, I'm like, well, it's $159 worth not having to, like, go, let me go without milk this week. Okay. Let me go without wheat this week. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Let me go. (laughs) Because it is very hard to determine, you know, to kind of single things out because... Mm -hmm. You could be, you could cut out dairy and that could be the trigger, but then you, you know, eat something else that causes you to flood. I don't know. Yeah. There's just way too many things. Of course, right now there is a holiday sale. You can use code HOLIDAY20 for 20% off. (laughs) Valid through 1224. Um, Well, there you go. (laughs) Um, Also, I don't know if you saw, because um, I know we both did 23andMe. But uh-huh. there is one of those DNA tests, and it's not 23andMe. It's like, oh, I don't know if it's Ancestry. Shoot, I should have wrote that down before I mentioned it. But they can do something that they'll recommend eating a certain way. Like, oh, based oh, really? on your DNA, low carb would be better for you or whatever. Huh. Yeah, and that was because um, uh, James is using Lose It to track his saturated fat, and yes, he saw it in there. Oh yeah. Oh, I could... do. Yeah, I did notice that I could upload my uh, my DNA to Lose It, and I was like, Yeah, well, I guess I could do that and see what they what they yeah. say. Well, um, and so Twenty Three and Me, um, you can upload the Twenty Three and Me stuff, but they specifically right. say if you have this other company, they can make better recommendations. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know if it's allergy related or if it's just, you know, eating right. better. Right. I don't know. There's one that says a uh, Geno palette. You can test your nutrition DNA test. Eat for your genes. All right. There you go. Start your personalized nutrition journey. So, oh, but if you have taken a DNA test, you can get it for 40 bucks. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Anyway. Uh, oh, they have. This Everly Whale has a vitamin D inflammation test. Oh, it does? So, yeah, it's, well, vitamin I D like and see what else it has. So inflammation is a separate. They have a bunch of tests. They do. Oh, my God. Sleep and stress <laughs> test. They have a perimenopause test. What? <laughs> they do. I How can do test, they have? 
I don't know what you would have to do for that. How much is that? $99. See, that's, I feel like that would be more useful for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a chlamydia and gonorrhea test, so. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Never have to we be embarrassed at the doctor those. again. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is, Wow. What's in the just do they do like the STD test? Is that like all? Yeah, check for six sexually transmitted diseases that can harm you. Flipped up, diagnosed. Wow, from the privacy of your own home. Okay, but you have to do your own vaginal swab. Oh, what okay. if you don't do it correctly? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, you just probably stick it up there and wiggle it around. I mean, I don't know. It's probably fine. <laughs> Well, this has definitely note. gone off the rails. <laughs> yes, this I don't know. Let me just go ahead and apologize for this episode. It has been all <laughs> over the place. Look, it's been a week, y'all. It's yeah. just it's yeah. just been a week. Yeah, I feel like we just rambled for an hour. It's fine. So no, you talked a lot about your um, about acid reflux, and you did a lot of good research. Research and yeah, um, yeah. So you know. So we'll yep. we'll we'll take that and we'll uh, we'll see how your plans go. When are you gonna implement Plan One A? Next week. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, then we will see. We'll check in. We'll get a we'll get an update. Yes. 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 I have technically um, I ate oatmeal this week, but I didn't have a chance to get the fruit. I don't have the tea yet, and uh, I didn't start the donut after eight yet. So. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So yeah, well, I'm, I'll report I'm ex- back. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it how it turns out. All right, sounds good. Well, I love you, Stacy. I love you too. I'm gonna go uh, order like 500 tests off of Everlywell. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. I got some interesting stuff. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. If really well is going to boycott us, we'll never get the, them to be a sponsor on the show. A Hoots Media production. Hoot, 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 hoot